Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, only here at K News 98.5. This is your host, Stu Jenkins, and we are having a spirited talk with South County businessman Adam Verdon, owner of Old Juan's Cantina in Oceano. With my sister. With his sister. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we were talking about was uh, ways that you thought that folks could resolve the conflicts over the use of the Oceano Beach and Dunes uh, for folks who use vehicles anyway. Right. And uh, you thought that specific areas ought to be uh, set aside for different kinds of uses uh, so that there wouldn't be conflicts between the kinds of uses. What, what did you have in mind there? Well, you know, it's what I have in mind is having a robust community discussion on what that might look like. Right. If it made sense to have a southern access where there is, you know, more spirited riding up on the dunes and folks that wanted to engage in that activity. If um, you wanted um, an area, say, where it was purely um, trails with nature walking or if you wanted areas where you're using um, vehicles to access the beach to 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 engage in your chosen activity out there, whether it's fishing or surfing or just having a day picnic. Okay. Okay. And who do you see putting together that community discussion? The well, county or, or uh, the state or the park service that operates it? Well, you know, that, that I think what that question does is it highlights a lack of leadership on the issue right now, in my view. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I think that um, it, it appears to me that the Coastal Commission is... Uh, uh, is very interested in winning a court case rather than solving, helping to solve a community issue. Um, it's it's almost like uh, they lost a lawsuit and they're appealing, and it's it's like why not engage in a in a productive communication with the stakeholders rather than um, uh, forcing a path down litigation. That's that's my perspective, Stu. Well, and that's a very rational perspective, and I hope that's something that uh, members of the Coastal Commission and the representatives that are in the legislature for us, as well as uh, the County Board of Supervisors will recognize uh, is a good way to resolve the issue. Um, uh, Now, look at all those stakeholders, uh, Mm -hmm. or excuse me, decision makers. Right. Um, Certainly, um, you know, Senator Laird used to be actually in charge of the state parks Mm. Uh, when he was, uh, uh, I forget the title, but he was one of uh, Jerry Brown's cabinet ministers. And the um, so he's very knowledgeable about the issues. Um, and I think, I think the one thing I've noticed is uh, we have groups, well, I, uh, a person I consider a friend of mine, um, who used to be a member of the Board of Supervisors was quoted at some meeting saying, we don't want those kinds of people coming over here. Yeah. Now, now basically what it discloses is there's this uh, cultural issue between, how shall I say it, wine drinkers and beer drinkers. Um, you know, somehow the wine drinkers don't think the beer drinkers are good enough and the beer drinkers figure that uh, the wine drinkers, you know, look down on them. Now, that's an analogy, but I, I think that's one thing we have to get past because uh, the truth is we're all Californians and we all 
need uh, to enjoy the beach and have access to the beach under the California Coastal Act. Yes, sir. So, um, what, what, uh, since there's a lack of leadership on the issue, uh, how do you think that that's going to be changed? Well, I think, um, well, right now the path is is litigation, right? That that is the path that um, is available. It's, frankly, it's the path of least resistance because that's the only path that's available right now. But I think that if if um, an elected person, whether it's Senator Laird or it's at the Board of Supervisors level, level were to have a series of, of, of town hall meetings, if you will, um, and having discussions about this type of concept, let's recognize that a half a billion dollars is, is an annual contribution is, is something that's kind of vital to our economy. How do we preserve that? And then how do we do it better? If we have issues of safety, how do we address that? I, I think the issues of safety are... Uh really important and uh, most of the most of the folks in the middle who aren't in the extremes uh, if they have a beef about dune buggies and vehicles on the beach um, it, it is about the safety issue a hundred percent right and, yeah and, and you know there are other sports that are very dangerous we all know of people who've injured themselves skiing or even uh, become paraplegics uh, or died uh, and this is also a sport with the dune buggies that has similar uh, features. But but even in skiing, they've uh, made a lot of progress to make that a safer sport over yeah, the years. Yes, absolutely. So if there's uh, your idea, would be that there should be more regulation of the safety issues. Yeah. So slow, uh, slow cal the tourism arm for the county. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 hired a firm to do an economic study and part of that study was looking at other uses on the beach and and how to do and how to have these activities in in a in a kind of a more inclusive way and one of the features of that study one of the recommendations was a stewardship committee i mean that might be an excellent way Hmm. to engage in these different types of uses and the beautiful thing about that study with 511.2 million in annual economic um uh contribution to the to the county economy you're able to take a look at those uses and say okay what what is the benefit to the community what is the economic benefit to the community so we kind of have a a goal post too as we're as we're looking at different things that might occur out there well that's great adam well folks i want to remind you that you are listening to k news fm 98.5 This is Slow County Public Policy and the Law. I'm your host, Stu Jenkins, and we're talking with co-owner of Old Juan's Cantina, Adam Verdon. Old Juan's Cantina is located right in beautiful Oceano, and it's a very fine place to eat if you have a chance. Um, Drop in, but we're talking about conflict over the Oceano Beach and Dunes and how to solve it. I want to let our listeners know that next week we actually have some very good programs, too. Uh, Be sure and tune in to FM 98.5, Saturday, September 30th at 10 a.m. to hear Kathy Walker tell us about how residents took on City Hall, stopping SLO from closing off Palm Street to turn Palm Street into a homeless camp. Then at 11 hear lawyer Saro Rizzo talk about rules that apply to homeowners associations. If you're in one, you're going to want to listen to that. 
And if you don't tune in, you can live stream that program at 10 a.m. September 30th worldwide at knews985.com. Well, Adam, I want, I want to talk a little bit more about um, some of the things that have gone on in Oceano. Tell me what the name of the advisory committee that you started. Vitality Advisory Council of Oceano. Okay. If, and and I, I started it with a group of other citizens. Well, of course. Right. Yeah. Of course. Uh, otherwise, it wouldn't be a council. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, at this point in time, if people want to contact that group, mm-hmm. how do they do that? Well, we're on a, we have a website. Um, so you can go on the website. On, uh, I think it's vaco.org. And you can, uh, we have a newsletter, excuse me, uh, 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 a, uh, an email uh, that you can click on there and, and, uh, um, and ask to be, uh, receive the agendas for the meetings and so forth. Yeah. And, and uh, where, when are the meetings uh, of VACO? Well, the meetings are uh, dependent on when we have uh, land use issues before us. So we try to meet once a month, but it's, it's dependent on when we uh, get a referral. Okay, okay. And uh, if you get a referral, how do you publicize that to the to the community of Oceano? So we put it on our website. Mm-hmm. It's put up on the um, on a um, at the local library. Um, and um, and I believe, but I'm not sure, Stu, that we also have an email list. I might be incorrect on that, but uh, okay. I think we do. Yeah. Okay. You you don't publish it in the paper, or no, we don't publish uh, it in the paper. Yeah. You know, I uh, and and on social media as well. It goes out on uh, on uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that. Yes. I'm one of those few people who actually reads the uh, notices, public notices in the paper, and I can tell you, um, really disappointing of late. A lot of those are in such small print that no human being can read them. Mm. Uh, whereas others, uh, I have to compliment the city of San Luis Obispo lately. Theirs are in decent print. Uh, the city of Arroyo Grande is usually large. The city of Paso Robles. Uh, some of the other agencies, uh, my gosh, it, they don't want you to know. So, folks, be sure and tune in. We've got some very important ads coming up. But we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back and talk with Adam Verdum here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, only at KNews 98.5. 